The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm chapter 66, we're going to evaluate uh, some aspects of Scripture. We're going to really look at um, the greatness of God, the power of God, and how, what that means for us. One of the reasons I think Scripture states so many times, especially David, in worship, the greatness, the power, the awesomeness, the amazing, and dare we say today, terrible power of God, is simply because our trust, our, our trust for eternity, our trust for the battles we find, our trust for security, protection, uh, dare I say direction, all of these things, they come based upon our faith in, in God, in the greater and more powerful and more omnipotent, and the more we understand the awesomeness of God, the sovereignty of God, the power of God, His movement in our families, His movement in salvation, His movement in our church, His movement in our community, and ultimately in prophecy. All these things we see, the more we understand the awesomeness of God, the more we can find strength in Him, the more we can find assurance in Him, the more we can find comfort. Uh, because of how powerful he is. Because please remember, we don't view God as just a figure, a divine figure in the skies. God is a personal God. He's a personal God to us. He's our friend. He's our helper. He's our father. He's Abba Father, as is said in the Old Testament. And this is the God. So that powerful God is our personal friend. But we're going to see in these verses today how that, how that implements. We're going to see a bit of his power and what does that mean for us in the day that we live today. So let's start in Psalm chapter 66, verse 1. David said, Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of his name, making his praise glorious. So he starts off with, starts off with worship, and he focuses, he says, make, sing forth the honor of his name. You know, the name of Jesus is definitely something that brings with it so many different reactions. As those of us who are followers and put our faith in Jesus, um, that name brings confidence. That name brings comfort. It, it's a resource of strength. It's a, it's a guarantee of all the things, because it's through his name that we can call on God. It's through his name that we have salvation. It's through his name we have a promise of eternal security in heaven. And through all these things that we find strength, we go to prayer, we go in his name. And God said, if you ask anything, Jesus says, ask anything in my name, I will give it. It's his name that brings these promises. At the same case, it's his name that often brings a level of conflict today. Some people don't like it. Some people struggle with it. Obviously, the world struggles with it when they want nothing to do with, with, with religion in general. Uh, Satan doesn't like it. He fights it. And yet, this is a powerful thing. And so David reminds us that it's in his name that we find so many. We could spend, we could spend months dealing with the attributes and names of God and names of Jesus. We won't today. Suffice to say that the name of Jesus is, is, is a powerful resource for prayer, for strength, and so we lift up his name. But then we, then he goes into some details about this, and he talks about worship, and we'll see. Let me, I'm going to say this. Later on, he says something down in verse 5. I love this. He says in verse 5, Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. We'll explain that here in a moment. But he says, come and see. So we're worshiping him, but then we're coming to see. We're coming in awe to see the awesomeness of God, which is why we worship. So let's look at what he's asking us to come see. Um, verse 3, say unto God, how terrible are thou in thy works. 
through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. So I'm looking up how terrible. And honestly, the word terrible means as it is powerful. I, 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 as I looked at this this morning, I evaluated the, the excessive storms that we've seen in our area over the last month, uh, specifically tornado that we had recently. And I was driving down the next day, down right by in front of the mall. Now, to be honest, I was blown away at how just across the street at Target, a tornado can come down and do such massive damage right across the street, right there at the mall, minimal damage. I, I was sitting, I pulled into one of the fast food restaurants and the Lowe's right there had, had some serious damage where this restaurant had none. I was amazed at how something so isolated could be so powerful and so damaging and yet so minimal in its influence just a couple thousand yards away. I was amazed by that. And, I, and what you see is you see terrible or awesome. You look and you see it's terrible because of the damage behind it, but you see the awesomeness. Now, understand, I'm not saying that that was God coming down and punishing. Some people say that. I don't believe that. What we see is when you look at something like a tornado, you see the awesome power because of the terrible damage. When you see what God is doing, his awesomeness in the, in, in the force that he can use is what we find in strength. In this verse, he's talking about it's through his terrible actions actions, his awesome, his powerful actions that will ultimately result in his enemies submitting to him. One of the things that several presidents have said throughout, I think Ronald Reagan was coined as one of the more popular ones to say it, that his desire was to find peace through strength. And he says, if they're afraid of our military, we're going to find peace. That's similar to what's happening here. We come in the awesomeness of God. Now, as, as followers of God, this is not what we're concerned about because it's his power that he uses on our behalf. And it's his power that we trust in for strength, for provision, and protection from the enemy, from Satan, and all he want to do. That he is more powerful than the enemy. And then the Bible says, greater is he that lives in us, the Holy Spirit, than he that lives in the world, Satan. And it's through that powerful, awesome, awesome power of God that we find our strength. He says in verse 4, all the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee, they shall sing unto thy name. So he starts saying, come and see, and he talks about the power of God. Number two, he talks about the ultimate victory of God, the praise to God. Because he says, all the earth, let me find, um, all the earth shall worship. Now we understand that doesn't happen right now. Yes, there are churches across the globe and pretty much everywhere, some of them publicly like we're doing now, some of them privately due to the governments that are persecuting them in our day and age, will still worship God all across the world. But we cannot say that all the world currently worships God. What we can say is what it says here, all the earth shall worship. David again is speaking of the future. One day, ultimately through the awesomeness, because at this point he will have come and defeated Satan and his enemy and all the earth. The Bible says that one day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. It says in Isaiah, it says in Philippians, there is a promise that one day every knee, some of them will do it because they've realized the awesomeness of God. Some of them will choose to do it. Can I encourage you that we choose to do it now by choice and that's where salvation comes from instead of one day begging it before we're condemned to a place called hell because then it's too late. May we now choose to bow our knee to God and to worship him and to accept him as our savior. And that's why he went to the cross. That's why he's given us so much time before the ultimate judgment. And so we see the power of God. We see the ultimate praise or the uh, victory of God. I love what he says in verse five, come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. We see his protection, protection to his people. Here's what he says. He gives an illustration. Verse six, he turned the sea into dry land. 
They went through the flood on foot, and where he did re- there did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nature, and not to rebel, he exalt themselves. Really looking at verse 6, he comes and talks about the time that he turned you know, the Red Sea into dry land. He, he opened the sea, which is a miracle, making the, the, the Red Sea stand up, and so that way you could walk through. But not only that, drying the ground. Imagine how wet it would must have been to walk on that ground. But they walked right by on dry ground. And then at the other end of it, this is the awesome power of God. And the other end is, as the nation of Israel got through the other side and Pharaoh comes after them, you see the terrible protection against his own people. Pharaoh's coming out and God destroys the enemy by bringing the water back down upon him. Now let me tell you, this, this is the premise we're looking at, the great awesome power that God uses against his enemy, but uses in protection for his children. See, this is why we put our faith in God. Put our faith in God because he's more powerful than the enemy. He's more powerful than my battles. He's more powerful than my fear. He's more powerful than my, per, my anxiety, my depression. More powerful than all the things that are happening. More powerful than even the storms we're seeing right now. He, we've seen in scripture that he has power over these things. And that's where we find our strength. When we've placed our trust in him, we follow him and he is our savior. There is that, he, he is the one that we can find our strength in. It's kind of like the idea when, you know, you grew up and you grew up with a father and sometimes you say, man, my father, if he gets angry, upset, or I'm a little nervous if I make a mistake. But you know, sometimes that strength that put you in awe of your parents is the reason when everything was falling apart, you found confidence in them because they were more powerful than you and therefore could protect you. He is so much more powerful than us than anything in this world, which offers a great amount of protection. And that's what we hold on to in the midst of all of these things. When we want to fear, when we're not sure what's going on, may we find our prop and we will look at him, sing praises unto him, his name, because he is powerful. I, he, he, has, he, he ultimately will be praised by the world and then he has a provision. This is what we hold on to. This is what we find our strength in. And may we today be reminded of this and put our trust in him. Thank you for joining us as we uh, continue to spend time in God's war. And thank you for the opportunity to be part of your day. And we hope you have a great week. We hope you have a great rest of your day. And again, thank you for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you next time.